Welcome back to another enlightening evening episode of the Skellington Grin Podcast. I'm your host, Alice B. Skellinger, and in this episode, we're diving into a thought-provoking topic that many of us in the spiritual community have encountered, myself included. We'll be exploring the idea of low vibrational labels and how they impact our consumption habits and personal journeys. When we think of consumption, it's more than just what we consume as far as what we eat, what we drink. It can also be the media that we consume, from social media to what we watch on TV to what we listen to as far as the music we're interested in. So join me as we unravel the complexities of these notions and discuss the importance of honoring our own paths. Let's go. Whether you're new to spirituality or you've been on a spiritual journey for a while, you've probably heard the phrases low vibrational and high vibrational tossed around in spiritual circles. You can go right now on YouTube and TikTok and find many spiritual creators talking about vibrational frequencies of other people, media, and more. And you'll hear them talk about what is considered low vibrational and high vibrational. And it's fascinating how certain habits or experience are classified as one versus the other, creating a set of guidelines for what we should and shouldn't consume, what we should and shouldn't do, what we should and shouldn't interact with. From the food that we eat to the media that we consume, such as what we listen to as far as music and what we watch as far as movies, it it can just be so interesting that certain things are placed in these categories but are these labels truly helpful or do they oversimplify the intricate tapestry of our individual journeys so take this for example our paths to healing take time to form and they also require time to change So advising someone to quit something cold turkey without considering their personal context can do more harm than good, especially when it comes to food consumption or drink consumption. And I'm not just talking about, you know, eating unhealthy foods or drinking alcohol, but I'm also talking about imagine being told to give up your morning coffee that you enjoy because it's deemed too low vibrational. Or that glass of wine that you may want to enjoy with dinner. Or punishing yourself for eating a piece of chocolate cake or consuming a serving of pasta because you've been told that it's bad for you. Instead of focusing on compassion and understanding, these blanket statements can create unnecessary guilt and anxiety. And what winds up happening is you wind up doing more damage to yourself because you're punishing yourself for having consumed that thing. And you're also not taking into consideration your current health habits and whether or not cutting certain things out of your diet is actually going to do more harm than good. So, for example, I am on a weight loss journey. I have spoken about it before. 
And the only reason I'm on a weight loss journey is because over the past couple of years, especially with the lockdowns and different things like that and restrictions, I gained a lot of weight and it wound up impacting my health in a very negative way. So in order to manage and mitigate some of the symptoms that I have, one of the things that I want to do is to start to focus on getting back to a healthier weight for myself. A healthier weight where I feel like I don't have a lot of pressure on my knees and my lower back and my shoulders from carrying around so much weight. And not only that, I understand that if I want to lose weight, there are certain things that I do have to be more conscientious about. Do I have to completely cut brownies and cookies and different things out of my diet? Absolutely not. And I don't. I still indulge in sweet treats from time to time. But if I want to indulge in a sweet treat instead of making my whole day a cheat day, I'll just indulge in that sweet treat. Or if I want to indulge in a certain meal, for example, say I want to have um, a burger and fries as dinner if I go out with somebody, then I'll have that burger and fries and not feel bad about it. So, but going back to coffee, sometimes coffee is deemed low vibrational because of the fact that caffeine can impact your health in both positive and negative ways. Caffeine can give you that jolt, but a lot of people who consume regular coffee wind up having that midday crash and they wind up feeling groggy. And some and sometimes if they don't have that coffee, even if they go one day without that coffee, they can wind up with caffeine withdrawal and really intense migraine headaches. And that is sometimes why coffee is considered to be a low vibrational food because of the negative impacts that it can leave on the body. And for me personally, I have cut out regular coffee because of the fact that I was noticing that it would give me the energy I needed in the morning, but then I would have that crash and the coffee itself, the caffeine itself was starting to negatively impact my body, not from caffeine withdrawal, from actually consuming the caffeine. I would still wind up with headaches if I consumed a caffeinated beverage. And it's funny that it doesn't work with tea, but that's a different story for another time. Let's talk about those consumption habits again, whether it's what you watch, listen to, read, eat, or drink. It's vital to recognize that we're all unique beings with our own preferences and sensitivities. One of the things that I've heard within the spiritual community is this backlash against horror films, for example. Some find them completely exhilarating and thrilling while others might feel uneasy. And that is with anybody, regardless of whether or not they're on a spiritual journey. It's perfectly valid to phase out certain content if it negatively affects your emotional state, but that that decision should come from a place of personal comfort and choice, not external pressure. And I've heard people tell me to stop watching horror movies, and this is why I'm using that as an example. I've heard people tell me to stop watching horror movies because they're too low vibrational. Dude, sometimes I like to be scared. <laughs> like, and, and not only that, 
there are certain things that I have limits against. I I don't watch anything that I would deem to be too gratuitous, for example. Um, and I do like films that have a little bit of gore in them, and I do have films that I like that have a little bit of suspense. I do have films that I like that have a lot to do with the supernatural, but I don't push my own limits. I know what my limits are. And therefore, I'm able to consume these films while not feeling so downtrodden. And I sometimes, okay, when I was first starting to really, really get into horror films, and I said, you know, fuck it, I really want to start watching horror movies and be that girl um, that's really into horror films, I would watch a horror film in the middle of the day in broad daylight with my windows open sometimes and I would follow it up with a comedy and that's kind of how I desensitized myself to certain types of horror films and then as I got a little bit bolder and a little bit braver I would go see horror films at night (laughs) you know like I would go see The Conjuring at night I would go see um I saw the remake of Evil Dead at night um And I do like both versions of Evil Dead. Like, I love them. Oh my god, Evil Dead is classic. Uh, (laughs) But I haven't seen the new one yet, but um, I've heard mixed reviews about it, so I don't know if I'm going to see it or not. But I noticed that that's what worked for me. And I still like horror films, so I'm going to watch them, especially during spooky season, which it is spooky season. So I'm not going to like give myself this guilt trip for watching these films and you shouldn't either if they really do bring you joy then go ahead if they are starting to make you feel more uneasy as you get further on in your spiritual journey and you want to phase out that that phase of your life where you were really big horror film fanatic that's totally okay too it's all based on personal preference and it's all based on where you are at in your spiritual journey But just as you are on your own individual journey, so is somebody else. So to tell them that they shouldn't consume these things simply because you're not consuming these things, that's some sticky and tricky waters for you, my friend. (laughs) So take that as you will. Now let's look at music consumption. This is, this is the topic that I really do enjoy because music is a universal language that speaks to our emotions. So my biggest example is metal music. Some people might find it empowering and, cathar- and cathartic while others might find it as a negative and might interpret it as, oh my God, it's too, it's too much. It's too heavy. It's too screamy. It's too loud. It's too this. Metal's supposed to be loud. (laughs) And anyone who loves metal music understands this. But our emotional connection to music is deeply personal and nobody else can define what resonates with us. If a band like, say, Motionless and White brings you joy, there's no reason to let a low vibrational label hold you back from listening to their music. I love Motionless and White. They're my favorite fucking band of all time. I talk about it extensively, so much so to the point that sometimes it makes my friends sick. <laughs> but like, um, and and I need to I need to book a trip to go to one of their shows again because hello, 
um, new music. I haven't seen them live since Creatures, <laughs> and you know, um, now I'm just like, uh, I need, I, I need, I need a new motionless experience, especially during spooky season, because their spooky season shows are absolutely phenomenal. Anyway, but bringing it back to like other bands, such as say Slipknot, Corn, Breaking Benjamin, um, uh, Disturbed, Drowning Pool. Um, and even going into heavier music, like my dad used to be a really big fan of Deicide. And I don't like Deicide, they're a little too heavy for me. But if you want to listen to those things, let them be your jam. Let it be. Listen to the music. If you're a big country fan, listen to country music, even if it's sad country songs. <laughs> like sometimes you need to listen to those sad th- those sad songs to have that cathartic release. So if you're into pop music, listen to pop music. If you're into cheesy pop music that sounds generic, I don't care. That's what you're into. To me, it might sound generic. To you, it might sound brilliant. And, and music is a universal language. So if it's also helping you to connect to other people and it's helping you foster friendships, then let it be your jam. Ride in your car while you're going to work while you're door dashing, while you're, you know, going to hang out with a friend and listen to the, your favorite songs on, on repeat. It doesn't matter, you know, do what you need to do and feel the passion within the songs that you like to sing along and headbang to listen to the songs that talk about sadness and cry. If you need it, listen to the songs that talk about topics like sex, violence, and etc. And just let those songs exist and be a part of your entertainment without feeling guilty without feeling guilty. The heart of this discussion lies in the empowerment through choice. We all have the right to curate our lives, our realities, our situations in ways that align with our values and emotional well-being. It's not about disregarding advice or perspectives, but rather discerning what feels right for us individually. And if something doesn't align with your energy, it's perfectly acceptable to make changes. But let those changes stem, stem from a place of authenticity within yourself. And it's totally okay to take the guidance of someone else, a spiritual teacher, and, and start phasing out certain things from your life. It's totally okay to do that too. If that's what feels most aligned with you, do that. But a lot of spiritual teachers on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, whatever, will tell you, the real ones, will tell you to take what resonates and leave what doesn't. You can resonate, say, with half of their message. And then the other half, you can be like, eh, I don't really resonate with that. That's fine. You know, I'm not going to do that. And and you can you can do that for yourself. And you should be able to do that for yourself. So don't, my point is, is to empower yourself and to make your own choices. Don't let anyone else dictate what you're going to do. Don't let anyone else put some funky label on something and tell you that you should get rid of it because it's too low vibrational, it's too this, it's too that. You need to be in higher vibes all the time, 24-7. Dude, I'm a high vibing person. Like, I, I consider myself to be mostly high vibrational, but there are times where I am not in the high vibes. There are times where I am deep in some low vibe shit because I'm just like, yo, I'm tired. Yo, I'm cranky. Yo, I'm feeling some type of way and I need to let it out. I need to have that cathartic release. I'm still working through some trauma healing. I'm being very transparent here, but 
it doesn't at the end of the day healing is non-linear your spiritual journey is non-linear and nobody else can tell you what the fuck to do all right <laughs> and i and i'm not trying to be like this abrasive with it but no one else can tell you what the fuck to do you get to decide what resonates with you what has meaning for you and where you want to take your life so decide decide for yourself listen to suggestions take them in take them into consideration but decide for yourself at the end of the day as we wrap up this episode remember that your journey is just as unique as you and the path of self-discovery is far from linear Let's embrace the diversity of our experiences and choices, acknowledging that what works for one might not work for another. So enjoy your coffee, savor that glass of wine, watch those horror movies, listen to your favorite tunes, all while honoring your own vibrational frequency. Thank you again for joining me today on the Skellington Grin Podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share it with your fellow seekers of truth and your fellow friends who might resonate with the same message. Until next time, keep embracing your journey, spreading positivity, and listen to your own intuition. This is Alice B. signing off. Hi friends, what's up? Thank you again for tuning in to this episode of the Skellington Grin Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share it with your friends. If you would like to connect with me on social media, you can do that by following me on TikTok and Instagram at at Skellington Grin. And you can also find my manifesting playlist right here on Spotify. I'll link it in the show notes for you. I also want to remind you that this weekend there will be no episodes from Saturday to Monday because it is Labor Day weekend in the U.S. and I will be spending some time connecting with myself, connecting with my family, connecting with my partner and my kiddos, and just having a relaxing little weekend. I will be back on Tuesday, so expect your little morning, your little morning meditation and your two episodes to return on Tuesday. And I also want to say happy, happy September, happy first of the month. And I hope that you enjoy your weekend. I hope that your week was great and I will see you again next week. Bye.